0: you're listening to the awkward high five podcast you can follow along in your book you'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this
1: call me old-fashioned But I still believe there's only one true God. And He lives in this lake. And His name is Zorgo. Yeah. yeah First dude was like a little surfer dude With like a blonde surfer cut Then they got this like Little homie that looked like Turtle From Entourage But he could play really good too But the first guy was awesome BBS. I don't, I don't remember that
0: Sometimes I get caught up in this loop Cause it's awesome Rosicondos I know I'm waiting for it Yeah it's never gonna come
1: Birds is hell. It's gonna keep going <laughs>
0: I had a headache when you left.
1: Don't sue us. <laughs> I'm suing us now. Oh, and because that's... of "We Die Love." <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So let me let me explain a little something. That song that Dev played at the end of the show, last and we're week. playing at the end of this show. It's c- continuous. Suing, suing ourselves. <laughs> I'm suing us. Good luck. That was not supposed to be released, but no, that song. Just a quick explanation. That song is called "We Die Love." Double meaning. We die love D I E and weed W E E D <laughs> I love. <laughs> Just to explain it to you out there, I think they get it. I don't think so. I think they it's get very, it. Very very creative uh, metaphor. Is that a metaphor? Uh,
0: I mean, if you listen to the words, it's it's. I know you're yeah, trying. I know you're trying to be metaphoric, but it's pretty <laughs> on the Is nose. <laughs> you're like <laughs> the cough at the end. Well, that and you're like uh, I. Um, I don't understand what the tight white dress is though. Is that the baggie?
1: No, that's a oh uh, a, a joint Roman a pa- joint. Yeah, I didn't even think dress, of that. Yeah. yeah, in your tight white dress. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the baggy. There's a part that does explain the baggie. What's uh oh see through clothes? Those are your see through clothes. Oh right, is
0: the baggie. And then you're like. Uh, Something I, like the second verse, you're like something to see. You know what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know you're gonna play it. Uh surrounded by seeds, I'm lost, lost in, the in the trees.
0: trees yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I I, I love that, and the reason I love it is because you you really like put your
1: all into that, and it's <laughs> good. You um, I was going through a tough breakup at the time. <laughs> were, were you really? Yeah. Who, who who was that? Uh, you don't have to say name. Yeah, it was, it was like 2005. Oh yeah, yeah
0: okay. So like the yoga the, instructor, The yoga instructor. No, now's a yoga. Instructor? Why is she
1: a yoga instructor? The no. hairdresser. No. Oh. Just, cried over that? No, I went. That's when I just switched from one to the other. That was an easy transition. Oh, I know I who you're one talking about in the wings. On I know that what you're one. talking about. Yeah, the only person I ever... that you ever cared about. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can say it. We know. We know you're hollow that's inside. That's
1: bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking some Tito's tonight. I'm not gonna, I'm going to admit it. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. With the, there's a whole handle of it. I know. Beers. You can drink as much <laughs> as you want.
1: I feel inferior with the beers. <laughs> <Like> Pony
0: <laughs> boy. Uh yeah, everybody, I went out. Okay, so um Hurricane Joaquin is a dick already.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should be called Leaf. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't know if it's coming, if it's coming full force or not. But it it already sucks. Outside. I think this is
1: it. This is like this is like as heavy as it well, gets. Well, it's enough. I mean, yeah. I don't want there to
0: be damage or anything. <laughs> nah, but, yeah, true. But I, I went to um to uh, the store, and everybody's in a panic getting their batteries. And uh, yeah, everyone's out getting batteries, their bread, their milk, their eggs, so that they can make their French toast. And um, I went and got a handle of vodka. Yeah, that was my that's my necessity, I guess. I don't know. We're good, but even the liquor over. store was like packed. There was like mad people buying uh buying their their liquor makes, for the weekend. Makes perfect sense, to uh, hunker down there, whatever, batten down the hatches, I suppose. I so yeah, we have a whole handle of Tito's vodka that you're more than welcome to. Thank you. Um, I'm no I normally don't drink while we're doing this, but it is Friday, and I've had a stressful week, and we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. Last episode was a little. Uh, You know, I went back. Serious? I went back and listened to it for like editing purposes and stuff like that. Even though I, I haven't, I've listened to every episode that we did, and I haven't edited one yet because I don't. There's really not anything to take out or anything like that. Um, yeah, I I was worried that it was that that episode was going to be a little uh like morose, I guess is the word, or like you know, but I don't think it was. I I think it was the I listened to it and I think it's the exact opposite Mm -hmm. because we were. It it was actually kind of uplifting, even though we were talking about a pretty serious subject and suicide Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Um, But it's good to talk about those things every once in a while. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. So I took a picture of us before we started this episode, and I put it on the uh, various uh, social media outlets. And then I asked people to suggest names. And um, let me see if we have anything. Please help. (laughs) Uh, Tommy C. 325, who is a friend of ours. Oh, you got suggestions? He said, Grilling the Lint. Brushing off the lint, <laughs> <laughs> real grills, the real world Hazlitt. <laughs> and then he tagged himself. I'll
1: go with the real world <laughs> Hazlitt. <I
0: think, laughs> it's not that bad. I think that's Sue will
1: <laughs> Sue Yeah, but it's not that bad. <laughs> I'm really worried about getting sued. And I don't know if that'll work. So far, the biggest threat is Weird out just by mentioning Velvet Elvis, but we're <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm telling you, Weird out comes down hard on people. <laughs> Damn, these brews are flowing like wine. Yeah, I know. This pocket is as well.
0: <laughs> whatever. Might be a sloppy show. Who
1: gives yeah, a shit? Yeah. No, I'm cool with that.
0: So yeah, Hurricane Joaquin is here. It's beating on the roof. And uh, I don't know. I, I Whatever. Hopefully things don't go crazy like they did a couple years ago in, in that shit storm. that I go down. I, I run down the trail, the Henry Hudson Trail here, and I still see houses that are still right? being rebuilt. Um, you want to hear something fucked up? What? Um, somebody on Facebook that I'm friends with, I, I, I guess works for an insurance company. And she put a status up saying, I, I don't know all the terminology and everything because insurance is the biggest bullshit, uh, most boring thing in the world. <laughs> but, um, she said that, uh, th- I guess the insurance company, in the wake of the storm, knowing the storm was coming was not accepting any new homeowner policies Whoa. like they knew that the storm was coming. So they were like, fuck that. We're mm. not taking anymore right now. So if you like just bought a home this weekend and wanted to get home, like uh, whatever the insurance is to protect you from storms on it, you can't because they don't want to have to pay out on any other that shit. Sucks. Insurance companies are the biggest fucking piece of shit yeah. on the face of the planet. Yeah. They really are. I mean, there is no- there is nothing else. And in- I mean, maybe Wall Street. And and those fucking pieces of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, but insurance is just like give us money in case shit happens. Like, but then, but then the we're still that? gonna
0: fuck you if things happen.
1: Yeah. That's the, I I would be with
0: insurance, and I'm not saying anything that that nobody knows. I mean, everybody knows this. But some there's some things in life that. Uh, That I am I am stunned that we're not grabbing torches and running through the streets and like and like, you know, like fight clubbing, like fucking blowing the buildings up of these places. And insurance is one of them because you don't I I understand insurance uh, and it makes sense. Right. Like you give us a certain amount of money per month. And and then if something happens, then you're covered. I get that, you know what I mean? And it makes sense, you know, and then they make their money because sometimes shit ain't going to happen, but, you know, or whatever. And I understand the whole business model, but that's not the way it works. The way it works is you give us money uh, in case shit happens. And then when shit happens, number one, you have to give us a deductible. And then number two, we're going to do everything we can to not help you and not pay you (laughs) and make your life a living You're going to wait a while for that, (laughs) though. Yeah, you're going to make your life a living hell. The only insurance on the face of the planet that I think in my humble opinion, and, uh, you know, I don't know much about finances, obviously, but uh, that is worth having is life Life. insurance. That's it, because you're going to fucking die, you know, and it makes sense. Who the hell wants to
1: pay for your gravestone?
0: But (laughs) yeah, but any other insurance that they force you to have, you would be better off taking that money that you would put into insurance per month and putting it away in a savings account or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Or even under your fucking mattress or something.
1: You know what, though? i mean i totally agree 100 percent, but i had a really good <laughs> insurance experience one time really like a do really tell. yeah um wait
0: hang on hang on uh do you remember it right, yeah let's I rem- go back to your i uh,
1: remember like it was yesterday So I just got my license back after a long DUI stint, you know. I think it was my second DUI, so I had to lose my license for two years. And I had to get that interlock thing put in my car. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot that you had that. <laughs> yeah. You, all so, right, so if you don't know what that is, it, right, I'm going to. By now, everyone knows what it is. But for people but who, who knows? don't. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell them what it is. It was, uh, you know, this little box that was hooked up to my car. I had to have it for like two years. And uh, before my car would start, I had to blow in it. To make sure I wasn't drunk before my car would even start. But the thing was, you can't just blow in it. Because I guess people were hooking up air compressors or teaching their pooch how to blow in it or something. So you had to blow in it and then hum a certain tune for like three seconds with the breath. So they it knew t- it I thought human. it was like
0: a frequency. I thought you had to go like...
1: Something like that, yeah. yeah so I like when that. I was drunk and I had to teach people how to blow in it, I had to like have a music class on how to blow in it for me, you know? So... Uh, you know, I had the interlock thing put in my car, and uh, I'm pulling into a parking lot, and this old lady T-bones the shit out of me. Like, I saw it coming, and then once I saw how old so she, she was... So she hit the side? like right, driver's side, right into me. I was, she, Like, she, she drove a, directly into your driver's right, side? Right, she had a stop sign. She didn't stop. I was driving down. I looked. I saw she was 80. I knew it was coming. I tried to floor it to get out of the way, but she smashed right into me. It was terrible. So she totaled my car, and I had the interlock in the car. So uh I knew my car was totaled. I was waiting for the, you know, the estimate on it and I get the estimate on it and it was accurate. And then I, you know, I tell the insurance company, I said, you know, I have this device in my car, you know, and I personally have to pay for this device. And just to get it transferred from one car to another is a thousand dollars and the device itself broke. So that's going to be another thousand dollars. In actuality, it cost me like $100 to transfer it to one car or the other. And it didn't even break. So that was me flirting with insurance fraud. But the guy that checked out my car said, yeah, I saw that thing in there. No problem. We'll fork over the dough. <laughs> so dude gave me like an extra two G's on top of the car. And that's how I was able to buy my truck. It oh, was really? Awesome. Yeah. yeah so well, that's good. That works. Out. My car was worth like three G's. I totally, you know, slide <laughs> through my teeth. But here's that the thing. G's. I mean, and they forked it over quick.
0: That's good. But that easy. still doesn't account for all the money that you paid on the DWIs and and the fucking. <laughs> didn't you have to uh didn't you have yeah, to Yeah, but that was
1: insurance fault. Well. <laughs> no,
0: I know. <laughs> but didn't you have to um uh didn't you have to like get that ma- it wasn't the thing with that blowing thing. What's it mm. called? The interlock. Interlock, yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't wasn't the thing that you had to get that like uh calibrated every month. At calibrated. Yeah. And it cost you money to calibrate, right? a month. Yeah. That's totally fucked. So yeah. they and then you know that you don't. They don't have to calibrate it every month. They just do that. To it get was your a thing. Money. Yeah, yeah. And they charge you to put it in. Yep. So you had to go to court. Yep. You got sentenced for a DWI. Yep. They was that your second or your third second. DWI?
1: <laughs> second. No, I never got a third. I've gotten off of my third, fourth, and fifth UI. You didn't get a third DWI for the ban thing? Nope. Oh, okay. I didn't get a third, and then I got another one. Didn't get charged. Then I got another one and then it got charged. Well so I was the only person. Then you're living you're living high in the hog, my brother. <laughs> yeah, you buddy. got out of five DWIs. <laughs> That's record breaking though. Like, I got
0: out of five DWIs.
1: <laughs> yeah, by walking the line on your Yeah, and then I never on your fingers.
0: <laughs> I am the only I think I'm the only one out of any any of our friends that never got DWI.
1: Seriously though, like who gets pulled out of the car in a cowboy hat, drunk as shit, with beers in their pockets? Walks the line. I had a cowboy hat (laughs) on. Had a cowboy hat. That's the most embarrassing part of this story. (laughs) (laughs) You had a cowboy hat on. You had beers in your pockets, so you had two bulging cans in your front pockets. Yeah. Told the cop you had an old soccer injury.
0: And then you got a ticket. <laughs> and then I got a fucking well, ticket. Well, okay. So, yeah, this is what happened. Um, I <laughs> guess I uh, could tell the story even now. Yeah, 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 We you, were okay. leaving for band practice. Uh, I used to drive, um, the Crown Victoria's, like the big,
1: big was, blue Crown Vic and a big black cowboy hat.
0: Yeah. And, uh, we were leaving. The band was in the, in the car. It was just with three piece at the time. And I was driving. We were drunk. We were leaving my friend Paul's house and, uh, and I, it was, it, it just, it was like nighttime, like it was just like just to turn nighttime or whatever.
1: And we were in the burg, right? And
0: we were in the Berg, yeah, in yeah, yeah, Keensburg yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, uh, which is a fine town in in the That'll central do. New Jersey area, um, famous boardwalk and <laughs> uh, multiple crime area. And, and so, um, uh, yeah, so we're leaving and I was drunk. We were all drunk, <clears throat> yeah. but we were just going to a couple towns over to Red Bank to rehearse. And I pulled out, and I didn't have my lights on. So I pulled out into the main drag without my lights on. <laughs> yeah, when on. you
1: when you pulled over, and then and the then curb.
0: and yeah, and and so and then the cop pulls me over because of that. And then when I pull over, I drove up on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like this is all yeah, whammy. Yeah, this is all <laughs> about to go down. And yeah, so like like Richie just referenced, I had I was wearing um, cargo shorts, I think. And uh, I had two beers because we're going to band practice. I was going to drink the beers at band practice. Um, so I had a, two
1: clinking beers. I weighing in beer, your legs. <laughs> I had a beer in each car.
0: There were cans, but I had a beer in each in uh, each cargo pan. And they they took me out and they and I knew I was going to walk the line. I had done this dance before, and um, uh, I was like, all right, whatever. I don't remember the cowboy hat, but. Now that I know, I was styling a lot more. Maybe that's what got me off.
1: It probably was.
0: So the cops are dicks, as cops tend to be, and uh, they were making me walk the line. And since I had walked the line before and I knew uh, the way, the routine, I knew I was fine. Like, I was drunk, but I was walking the line, and uh, Johnny Cash style, and fucking, um, I knew that they were going to do the thing where they tell you to stand on one leg Mm -hmm. for 30 seconds or whatever. And I knew that they were going to ask me if I had an injury because what they do for anybody who hasn't gotten pulled over in DWI, I don't know if it's different in other states, but in in the fine state of New Jersey, I don't even know if they still do this. I mean, I haven't even had a car in five years, let alone got pulled over. But um, normally the cops will... Before they ask you to stand on one leg, they'll ask you if you have any injuries. So the point is, if you tell them that you have an injury, they'll make you stand on that leg in hopes that it's a weaker leg and that you'll fall. And then they could fucking make their quota and go home and beat their wives or whatever these stupid fuckers. <laughs> and, uh, and so um, so uh, I knew that was coming. So the cop asked me, do you have any injuries? And I told him, yes. Yes. I, I uh, from those old soccer, days, I really right? messed up my right knee <laughs> playing soccer in high school. Glory days I've never I've <laughs> never played soccer in my life. I, I think I played uh, right field in Little League when I was fucking <laughs> seven. And that was the last of my sports career. Um, but I told this cop that I had uh, uh, a damage to my right knee. And so he smiled. <laughs> and told me to stand on my right leg for thirty seconds, which at that point I stood on my right leg for thirty seconds, smiling myself, knowing that my right leg was my oh, strongest leg. Out and that fibia tibia. So they got all pissed that they couldn't bust me for anything <laughs> uh, when all they had to do was just tap my fucking <laughs> shorts and find yeah. out that I had beers on me. Two natty ices. So. <laughs> I think we had more class than that. I am they playing. were at least Miller highlights, yeah, yeah, or uh, Keystone lights, Keystone's probably. And uh, so, yeah, so and then, but the thing was, okay, so here, let me tell you a little bit to get more into the um, the psyche of one Rich Giadana, <laughs> <laughs> RTG is. Uh, <laughs> When you get pulled over, anybody with a brain, when you get pulled over by a cop, you, you, even you, even though you don't <laughs> want to, you always just you always just give them all the respect in the world in the hate em. Hate so him. that you could get out of it. So, like, of course, you don't want to say yes, sir, thank you, sir, to a cop, but you do it for the, the for the better of your life. But Richie doesn't have that in him. Every time he gets pulled over by a cop, he gives the cop shit, and therefore the cop fucks fucks him up. And uh, this this was this was no different.
1: He was such a dick. Richie
0: was in the in it was in the back seat of my car. I was
1: it. shotgun. I was shotgun. Oh, you were a shotgun. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: so Richie was shotgun when we got pulled over. And I, when the cop took me out of the car, I was all nice, and you know, I knew it was going down. I wasn't going to resist anything. I just wanted to get it over with, and whatever happened, happened. But the whole time, Richie was giving the cops a lip or whatever. Yeah, but dude was a dick. He was like, what are you on, ecstasy? Right. I drank,
1: like, two beers. Right, I know. Asking if I was on ecstasy. And,
0: uh, yeah, no, I know. But still, you you just have to suck it up when it comes to cops and say, yes, sir, sorry, sir. yes, sir, sorry, sorry, dick. sir. And <laughs> then... Um, So, yeah, the guy said that to me while I was walking the line. He he was like, your buddy, your buddy in the car there, the, the little guy in the car there. I was like, yeah. And he's like, what's he on? What's he doing? Is he doing the ecstasy? And I was like, I don't know what he's doing, man. I was like, no, we're not doing anything. We're on our way to band practice. We're fine, you know. And uh They just
1: hate me. I don't know what it is. They just
0: Because you're a dick me. to them.
1: But even all when they I'm want not, even when I'm not. All they want is respect. So anyway,
0: at the end of the story, I got I got off of anything. I walked the line. I did my duty. They didn't realize the beers in my shorts. I got back in the car and they walked over and they gave you a <laughs> seatbelt ticket. Was it a seatbelt ticket? Yeah, but yeah. it was but it was basically he told me that he was gonna give you something for being like, what, drunk in public or something? But he like didn't. He, he just gave you a seatbelt. So yeah. basically, they just wanted to take some of your money because you're being such a dick. Yeah, yeah, in the meantime, so. I walked scot-free. and then and Man, we had the and
1: you, you missed one of the biggest debacles I've ever had with a cop. It was uh, about a Is this going to be ago? a cop
0: story show? Because uh, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, we were, were going to talk about hour. crazy ex-girlfriends, but whatever. We might we might get into that. But uh, I just want to tell this one because since you love it when I you know, go off on cops... I wish you were there for this one because this was a biggie. This was definite biggie. But
0: um Jace Roberts said Dev and Richie's fun bags. That's that's fucked up. Does that mean that we're
1: fat and we have tits? Could be. Fuck you. Fuck you Do Okay, go ahead. Thanks, Jace. Go ahead. Um what the fuck was I talking about? Oh Uh, the cops, the cops. cops. Um Yeah. So (laughs) these cops, you know, they they got me. I was fucked up. I I think I crashed a car or whatever. And uh, I think I end up Xanax to kill a horse. You know what I mean? Hmm. So (laughs) I'm like scrambling around. I'm trying to start. The cops are there already. I'm trying to start the car. It's like over these trees and like there's a big stick hanging out the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to start like get away from the keys. I'm like shake and start. Stop being dicks. So we're having this battle. Is this
0: when you crashed the van?
1: The work van? Yeah, that's when I crashed the work van. So Richie, just so you know, Richie
0: worked for a company and uh and, and and his his employment was terminated
1: after he <laughs>
0: smashed, smashed the work van into this thing what what did you do tell them the accident um i, I drove you the, were fucked up
1: i fell asleep behind the wheel and i drove through this guy's like fence and hit a tree or some shit okay that's I it, really that's don't it. remember to yeah. you the truth but i remember cuz uh you know michelle had come to pick me up from the police station and they wanted to like take Your blood and all this shit and blah 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 but apparently, I'm just bad-mouthing the shit. These cops saying, like, oh, what happened? What, you hurt your knee on the football team and couldn't finish out the season, so now you're a cop to take it out on kids? And one cop is, like, saying to the other cop, oh, weren't you really on the football team and you got kicked off? And they're, you know, I'm just fucking with i so bad, calling them dicks and... You know. Yeah. You think that's cool. I don't think it's cool, but I want them to know what people think of them if they're going to treat me like shit. Right. I understand that. And I feel the same way. I'm not going to get in any more trouble. Well, you can, though, you know, and it, because I, they already had a pile of tickets and like the worst ones possible trying to take me to Riverview to draw my blood. It ain't going to get any worse. OK, I guess <laughs> at that point, then you do. Have you car so stuff. like that's I, fine. I went off on these guys. But it's it as soon as they pull so, you I, over. Yeah, well, like, you know what I mean? Like, like you, you, you do the you fucking 10 and 2, have
0: your have your shit <laughs> out, your your license and your registration out. <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Love you, sir. And <laughs> then hopefully you get out of it. And then you can say fuck them when you're leaving. Yeah,
1: but you don't. I want them to know that they can go fuck themselves you know what i mean like they need to know like you devote your life to ruining people's lives you need to know that you suck you know what i mean like how do you go to bed i agree with Uh, you i i don't i don't want
0: um people in home to think that we're we're a bunch of cop haters there's some good cops out of there
1: yeah there's some good cops out there but pretty much if that cop mentality is in you. Special, especially especially local suck. town cops. It really yeah. it really is. You're does so suck. bored. You're so bored. You think any little thing is like, you know, you're like you you live in TV. You you watch TV, you see cops, you're dying for that day that you draw your gun. And it's never gonna happen in Hazlitt. So just keep writing your tickets and just <laughs> Put Your balls away because no one gives a shit. I
0: I don't know with all the drug activity around here. Yeah, but might... what are you
1: gonna do? You're gonna get a little kid with a bag in his pocket, you're not gonna get gang bangers, you know what I mean? Remember,
0: they had that um, that drug task force here mm-hmm. and they uh beat the shit out of everybody at the train yeah, station. The, I was they jumped I was out, I was out of the woods that. with uh, oh, well, okay, so tell that story. I wasn't, that, that I wasn't was, that
1: was a biggie, that was almost like uh, you know, sue worthy. I think Walsh and uh, Carl, yeah, it doesn't were, matter who was there. was there, yeah, yeah, right, true. But so. it was a
0: bunch of. It, I say, so we were younger, it, teenagers, right? Yeah, this, at the time. this is actually a good story. It so. was a bunch of. Uh, let me set it up. There was a bunch yeah. of. Um, let's say subversive looking youths. You guys were. <laughs> you guys were about to get on the train and go into the city, correct? Yeah, to see a punk rock show. To to go to Coney Island High or yep. something like that. And um and you know, it, granted, everybody looked a little weird. There was Mohawks and and fucking was and bondage pants and and studded belts and and, and leather sweats. jackets and the whole nine.
1: Um. Oh, so, so take So it from it's actually funny because we're at the train station and down at the other end of the train station there was this guy standing there so this car is coming at us at full speed there was some puddles on the ground and the, the car drives through a puddle and the wave crashes over the other guy down at the other end so he's got his arms out like you know what you got come back and get some of this you know what I mean so the cop or the, the car pulls up and two masked guys with AKs and really? They had guns? They had AK-47s and like these uh, ski masks, you know, like these heavy duty ski masks and AK-47s. They get out with this one unmasked older fellow. At this time in my life, I know who that guy was. I'm not going to say it over the year. He was officer. a local cop. Right? Uh yeah, he was a local cop that turned into some task force dude. But anyway, so they get out and we're like, we saw the AKs, we're like, yo, that dude's gonna get fucked up for talking shit. And they come straight at us, and I'm like the first one they approach. And apparently they were looking for some dude that lived in the area who was a drug dealer. And we heard over their little C B or whatever, oh, none of them fit the description. But they decided to rough us up anyway. And they were like hitting us, throwing us around in the uh You know, where you wait in that booth for the train. They're throwing us around. Oh, you like pain? Banging our heads against the wall. Oh, look at the way you're dressed. You like pain. You know, smacking us around. And we're like, what are you doing this for? And there was like a flyer for a yard sale, scotch tape to the inside of the waiting booth. And the one guy rips it down and said, you're destructing fr- private property. We're getting you on yeah, that. right. So they just treated us like total shit because the way we looked. And like, even though they didn't find the guy they were looking for, they roughed us up bad. Like, old, grown-ass men. We were like 15, 16 years old. And these grown-ass men were punching us in the ribs. Throwing us around, because like they
0: yeah, because they were pissed that they didn't they totally didn't pissed make their yeah, uh, they were so
1: <clears throat> pissed. Well, I mean
0: that's what happens in in local in small towns. You get right. fucked that's up. Why by the I have the cops. no respect for them. No, no I get it. I get. I. It's hard. It's hard to you know. Like I don't. I don't take it as far as some people. Um, and and I also like I, I'm kind of in the middle on it. But I I could say personally, um, and I haven't had as many run-ins with the police as you have. Um, but personally, I, most of the run-ins with the cops that I've gone through have been a bad experience. You know, there's yeah. been a couple, there's been a couple where they've been cool and like understanding, and even, you know,
1: you even get those experiences that you're actually calling on the cop sometimes, who knows, or or they're, you think they're on your side or something's happening. You get into a car accident that wasn't your fault and you assume the cop is going to like try and maybe, you know help you out in the situation or be cool to you yeah (laughs) and they find the way to just treat you like shit you know what i mean yeah you're sitting there some lady blows a red light and smashes into your car you're sitting there with your head bleeding and they're like are you high (laughs) you know it's like can't you just for one second be a fucking normal person you know
0: right i i remember um i crashed my car once uh so it was late at night, and I was out with my buddy, and we we went to go get a thirty pack, and we were underage. Uh, yeah, I guess we were underage. It was like it was like after like two in the morning, and there was like one place where you could get beers. And um, I was coming out; it was a rainy night, and I was coming out of uh, the street and and made a left and and started hydroplaning. And instead of hitting the brakes, I hit the gas, and so I just I totally like I sl- No, it's fine. It is pretty funny. This was in one of the Crown Victorias too, and I yes. and I slammed I slammed first uh, headlight first into the barrier on the highway, and then whiplashed and hit.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I have a story about the Crown Vic that I never told you that I gotta tell. All right, well reminded. tell me after this.
0: Yeah. So so this was like at the intersection on the highway, and I hit um. And then I hit the, uh, the the backside of my car. So I smashed up my car really good. And then I was in like a spin and I actually went up the curb and like got a little bit of air and then landed in um, this like abandoned <laughs> uh, gas station parking lot. Right. It was crazy. And so and and then my buddy, my buddy who was in the car, um, he grabbed the 30 pack and went running into the woods because, you know,
1: I remember this. Yeah. That but
0: the, the crazy thing about it was this. <laughs> so all this happened. And across the street from where all this happened was a VFW, and there was a cop park in the VFW, right? So, uh, so you know, slammed into the thing, blah blah blah, all this noise, blah blah blah. Like you know, uh, my car went up on the thing, fell out. A dude runs out of the car with a thirty pack into the woods. I get out and I look across the street and I see the cop there, and I'm like, fuck, this guy just saw the whole thing. I'm totally screwed. And I and, and I'll admit it, I was drunk. You know, mm-hmm. kid, I was a kiddo, stupid. So I was like, "Here it comes! Here comes the DWI, whatever." The cop put on his headlights, turned on his car, and just drove the other way down the fucking highway. Well, I but it's I don't think it's so like all. I think he was just like, "I don't want to fucking deal with
1: the (laughs) people. I did not just see that. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly.
0: (laughs) And so I called a AAA. So I called AAA, and they came. I was young, you know. This is definitely, you know, I was definitely in my late teens, and uh, um, I called AAA, and they came and picked me up, and. Uh, brought me home with the car and uh, made a big noise in her dropping off. So my parents come out of the house, and I was so hammered that I kept. My mom was like, "You okay? You okay?" And I kept going, "Don't worry about it." Triple H brought me. Triple H drove <laughs> me home. And you say, what? Game what? over. Yeah. <laughs> I kept calling Triple A, Triple H,
1: like an. Don't worry about it. Triple H drove me home. <laughs> Everything's awesome. good. They were like, "Hunter Hart, Hunter Hart, Hemslin, <laughs> drove me home." He gets out in his speedo. It's all good, man.
0: <laughs> and then um and then something happened with that where because of the impact, it like screwed up the line on uh on the car. Um and uh so randomly we would be at my parents' house and randomly like three in the morning or four in the morning, the horn would just start going off. Really? And like and <laughs> it wouldn't shut up. Like we have to run outside and like fucking disconnect the horn. It's crazy.
1: So tell me the Crown Vic story. Mm. I don't think I ever told you this. I got it secret for obvious reasons. Didn't no damage to your car, but you were letting me drive the Crown Vic one time. It was at college, and uh, remember, there was never any parking spaces in A Court. Never any parking spaces. Like if you. Can't yeah. Okay.
0: So A Court, it, we it was where our our, our um, apartment, apartment, apartment was school. in college at, at Stockton University, mm-hmm. and there was a small parking lot, and there was never any, any never. Uh, spaces. Right.
1: So there was no spaces in A. So I go over to B, and uh, there's this one space and. You know, the turn—what <laughs> do you want to call it—the turn uh, vector of the of the Crown Vic was quite large. It's a so big Getting car. into a parking space between two already parked cars is not easy. You no. know? So I'm pulling into the space, and there's this little white car, and I fucking <laughs> lifted this car like ten feet off the ground, <laughs> <laughs> destroyed the fuck out of this little white car the crown vic didn't even budge of course not it's american steel you know, this little white car went like up in the air like you know like i think the crown vic like p- bench pressed this car and then i was like oh shit and i backed up and the car fell down and this car was destroyed so i just backed up the crown vic and gently went to another parking lot and there was not a scratch on the vic so i didn't have to tell you But I destroyed. Why wouldn't you tell me that? Because I was nervous. What if, like, word got out that some car got destroyed? Why you think (laughs) I would go around telling people it was my fucking car? (laughs) Not you. I don't know. Like, what if someone heard? I don't know.
0: So you decided that you are going to take that to the grave and or uh, fucking 15 years later (laughs) declare (laughs) it to the world (laughs) on a podcast?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I chose B. (laughs) All right, much better so people know. As long as the person whose car got destroyed doesn't know. But whatever. Yeah, that Crown Vic was huge, man. I, was that the uh, was that the um, baby blue or big blue cuz there was big blue then there was oh it was blue. big
0: blue because big so so basically uh and I know this isn't interesting but I had two of the same exact cars one of them was dark blue one of them was light blue the big dark blue. blue dark blue I had first that was dark blue that, that was, was big, big blue. blue and then I got the light blue and we called it big baby
1: blue <laughs> you remember when we go on Google Earth and big blue was born <laughs> yeah. so when Google Earth first ah. came around big blue represents I'm going to go grab some beers I'll be right back okay cool it's the party show. I'll
0: tell this story while you're... So, um, when Google Earth first came out... Uh, now I'm good. Thank you. When, when Google Earth first came out, um, you know, it was like, you know, obviously the big thing. Everyone was so stoked to, like, look at their house or whatever. But it was it was a couple years, you know, behind because they took all the time to take all the pictures. So, we were out of college at this point. Um, and we went on the Google Earth and we looked up our old apartment and when you looked into the parking lot, it was Big Blue just in full motion, like coming down, like not even parked. Like I, I guess either me or whoever was driving the car, because I did let a lot of people drive that car. So it was either me or you probably were like coming home from something and were about to park. That car got destroyed there. But then Big Baby Blue, which was my second Crown I Vic.
1: Big Baby having a long time lifespan well do
0: you you don't remember what happened the end of big baby no it, I it, it blew up fucking casino style
1: <laughs> after it was represented in our casino like video yeah
0: it um i was working uh at the time in east brunswick and uh, i was just talking about this at this wedding i was at over the weekend because i saw a couple people from my old job there and we were reminiscing as as you do mm-hmm. and uh they were like do you remember when your car blew up and i was uh, i totally forgot about it but uh, I was I I was on the way to work. It was a Saturday morning. We had a Saturday morning meeting. This this was a retail job at the time, and um and I, I had gone to McDonald's to get some breakfast. So I was probably hungover, and I remember seeing like a little bit of smoke come out of the engine, but that wasn't out of the nor- normal, you know, like it's like it was a shitty car. I was big and baby blue, and uh, so I pulled up to the back of the store and I parked in between two other cars, and I was late as usual, and uh, and everybody was already inside, and my buddy Mike, who I saw at this wedding pulled up and i i turned off the car and i got out and then all of a sudden all this like really like like dark smoke started coming out of the hood and mike was like I don't know if that looks too good dude and I'm like, nah, it's going to be all right. And then <laughs> cuz I was so used to this thing, you know, I used to start this this uh this fucking car with a screwdriver.
1: <laughs> I think you're going to say one of those like grind things. No, and front. not the way you think
0: either, not not like in the movies like sticking the screwdriver into the ignition and turning it. Yeah. I used to have to I used to have to lift the hood and then there was two like uh, components that needed to be arced like in order for it to turn over. So I would I would take the screwdriver and I would hit the both of them and it would spark and then it would turn on, right? That was the way to turn on this car. So I was used to all these things. And then he was like, this doesn't look very good. And I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens. And then it went, and this like like fucking, it didn't explode like, like in Casino, but it, the whole car it was on up, fire. Yeah. So he runs inside and grabs um, all the people that are parked next to me and they come running out and they move their car or whatever. And then I'm like, I'm like, what? What can? What should I do? And he's like, call 911. So I was like, all right. So I called 911, and uh, I was like, hi 911. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, uh, my car's on fire. 911,
1: <laughs> how are you? Yeah, hi, how are
0: <laughs> you? 911, and they were like, what's your problem? And I was like, my car's on fire. And they said, are you in it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. I'm yeah, hey, I'm on fire, bitch. I was like, no. I'm standing out right outside of it, watching it burn. And they were like, call the fire department. and it Hung up on me. So anyway, I called the fire department. At that point it was obviously too late to hold it. They just thing.
1: let it burn, right?
0: Well, everybody came out of the store and we just sat there and that was the meeting that day. We just watched my car burn to the ground. <laughs> and then um the it burnt so badly that the uh, that the the um, gas pedal burnt through the floor and then fused into the
1: parking lot. That's awesome. And yeah, it was pretty cool. And then Electric for like mark. for like years after that, it was like stuck in the parking lot. I just gotta know one thing. When the steering wheel burned down and the horn go, <laughs> I wish it did. <laughs> That's the shit. I don't think it made any. And I had, and I
0: was like basically living out of that fucking thing. So I had like so much shit in there, Again. like like clothes, and I remember there being like board games and shit. <laughs> it was it was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, man, those are some big rides. How the fuck did we get on this? I don't know. Our plan today for this show was to talk about Crazy Ex-Girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, but I guess you know. That shot to shit, yeah. Things things take a different route sometimes.
0: No, it's but
1: a, we still got time though. We got it's time. a
0: drinking show. We got time. You do you want some, um, some background talking music? Yeah, get ready for this. Yeah,
1: nice. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I wish I could talk about some time where I took a walk <laughs> through a, a, a land called Funkatron, <laughs> did some tittering, chattering, ate some moldy cheese. Said ick and then fell off a fucking ledge Bumped into my buddy, the crazy dentist And a group of nerds And the crazy lawnmower <laughs> the nerd, yeah. yeah The ner- ner- <laughs> That's where it came from <laughs>
1: And a crazy lawnmower guy
0: <laughs> Yeah And a carrot, that the guest things for you And then you find a gift, And you say, yeah, all right <laughs> Big girl Toe jam If you guys are not, if don't know This is the Big girl. this is the best uh, Wreck, wreck, wreck <laughs> Big girl, poo jam this, this is a great podcast, we're just screaming Toe jam and <laughs> Earl things into a microphone yeah. um, Toe jam and Earl Probably the greatest video game ever made and definitely the best soundtrack to a video game ever made.
1: Yeah, that game's awesome.
0: Let's let's take a listen to it for a second.
1: <laughs> 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 it's like Smooth it out, big girl. I think this is where Mike Dirnt from Green Day Gets his influence from <laughs> Sounds like every Green Day song Maybe
0: I don't think Mike Dirnt could write a song as good as the Toe Jam
1: and Earl soundtrack Although he kicks the mad backup vocal Green Day would be nothing without Dirnt's backup vocals uh, on albums But live though He's a little That motherfucker is yeah. flat Yeah but those Backup vocals on uh, What's that song Crushing Teeth Or <laughs> whatever
0: Crushing on, Teeth On
1: Dookie uh, I don't know uh, I'm all busted Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Those background yeah, yeah, yeah. vocals Are sick Well the
0: background vocals On She Is yeah, like in the she, shit that's a yeah. Great, yeah Dookie's a great album He stays high And he's I'm taking it uh, Josiah Turns to man Dookie is a great album. It is. I love Dookie. That's become one of my uh like party albums. Like if, if we're at a party and we're all listening to music, sometimes I'll just throw that on yeah. all the way through. Because you no know, everybody
1: there's no way to, to dislike any song in that fucking you album. You can't, no, it's impossible. Yeah. No, it's, that album's great. And uh pfft, shit, fucking Insomniac is great too. I love that album. I mean, it kind of falls apart during like Stuart in the Avenue and Tight Wad Hill. <laughs> but the whole the whole first half of that album is sick with uh, like Stuck With Me and Armitage Shanks Geeks Think Breath Yeah uh, Geeks know, Think Breath is an amazing song Yeah I love that song It, it does give you that creepy I edge.
0: remember Do you remember this? Do you remember when we were Like we were talking about a few episodes ago When we were younger and we were just starting And we were just covering basically Green covering Day, Green Day yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Nirvana And uh, Green Day played on Saturday Night, Live, Saturday Night Live And Roseanne was the host and it was before um, uh, that album Insomnia came out, but they played Geek Stink Breath, Ge- Geek Stink Breath on Saturday night Live, so it was before the song was released, but they played it anyway. And I remember we we watched it and we were like, "Holy shit!" And then we learned it and we were that playing.
1: Night, we, yeah, start, yeah. we were playing
0: that song before it came out <laughs> yeah, because night. we saw it on Saturday night Live and we we're so stoked about it.
1: I remember when they played '86 on Letterman, and that song, like that, that like up to that point, that was probably the greatest Green Day song ever in because. That song is amazing.
0: 86? I was never a big fan of that song. Really, I love
1: that. I just think it rocks. It gives you that like, because you have those Green Day songs that are just like out there and up front and it's just like in your face and it's that is that. But then you have those Green Day songs that are like almost slightly mysterious, you know, like 86, um, uh, Redundant. I love Redundant. But that was a single.
0: Redundant was a single.
1: Was it? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Uh, you're talking about, and I cannot speak. Yeah, I lost my single, but it almost has like that that edge to it where it's you know because they're they're poppy, you know what I mean? They're they're bubblegummy punk rock, but then you get those songs that are like you know.
0: Oh, they're um, definitely bubblegummy. I mean, I don't even know if I'd really call them punk rock. You know what I mean? They're definitely a, uh, but but you know, just like the Ramones were. I mean, or just like you know, whatever. Yeah, my you know, even um the the album after that and that's after that's where I fell off what was the album after that Nimrod uh,
1: after Insomnia yeah yeah Nimrod,
0: Nimrod yeah. right and after that I, I think I was done but um
1: because they came out with that shit album but then
0: there was a couple good songs on that and I um waiting what, was a good one uh but what about uh reject all American that song
1: that's on Nimrod yeah
0: that song's fucking great sometimes I'll actually I'll still listen on to Nimrod. that song.
1: It really is. Yeah. And then Warning came out, and that's when I was kind of yeah. like, yeah. But, it, but Warning's the album that they tried to go acoustic, but that has that song, uh, not Waiting, Wake Up. That song was awesome. you remember that song? Oh, yeah. Better than Good Luck. That song was amazing.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess you could, that album was when you could kind of see the direction that they're
1: kind of going in. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone gives a band shit when they change their shit up, but it's like, how would you feel? You know what I mean? If you were writing the same shit every day, you know, it's like people don't understand that, but they got to try different things. You can't write. Well, I mean,
0: it it fucking worked for them. I mean, arguably, arguably the the biggest thing for Green Day was those later albums when they did the uh, American Idiot and all that stuff, which I never listened to myself. Um, But
1: the American Idiot album was great yeah I didn't like i didn't really
0: i don't i you know what happened with that well at that point
1: I was i know what your problem is that album the the song american idiot oh, I think meant the fact that he pretty much rips off of like eighty other songs well, Green Day's always done that even even that
0: even that uh warning song that bon 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 on bon on bon 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 that was like i forget who did that song. it might have been a kink song or something like that yeah, but it's like it's legit. Like, uh, like note for note, the same fucking I know thing, you, you know talking what I about. mean? Like, there's there's a lot of songs that they always did that with, but they put, you know, whatever. I mean, that's gonna happen. There's 12 notes, yeah. But, uh, I remember hearing the single American Idiot and just not liking that. And then, yeah, and well, then, they gotta
1: always that's like their basket case. And
0: then also, always. and then also uh, the whole rock opera thing to
1: me. Yeah. I, I don't think there's well, ever well, been I a rock actually, opera
0: besides maybe Tommy that I, you know, I did even saw
1: American Idiot with Billy Joe in it. In it. Off-Broadway at the St. Jimmy Theater When it was out And it was incredible I had a great time It was a great show You know what I mean? Like, if there was a message If there was some type of, like Supposed to be punk rock message to it I didn't get it <laughs> right. I just thought it was a good show Good music Good drinks Right It was a good time, you know uh, okay, I, I, so, I think it was a successful effort Yeah. Well. Uh, Alright, so here, here's the thing Because I've been in co-
0: to a couple Broadway shows before and, and here's uh, an interesting thing that I think is when you, you look back at it now and you still look back at it fondly. Yeah. Because I think at, at any Broadway show, no matter what, I mean, if you're at fucking like Cats or Miss Saigon or fucking uh, whatever, Hedwig or wh- any of these fucking things, right? Yeah. Um, I think no matter what it is, when you're there, you're gonna dig it because there's a certain aura I know that mean, that happens. Yeah. So no matter, I don't think anyone's ever gone to a play. I'm sure they've gone to it, but I don't think anyone's gone ever gone to a Broadway play. And it would be a snooze fest. And and been like that sucks. Like you get, it's not like a movie. Like you uh, you almost have to get wrapped up yeah, in yeah, it. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? But then afterwards, it's like when you go
1: see stand up comedy and you laugh out loud where you normally wouldn't laugh out loud because you're right, at stand right, comedy. Right, so right, it's exactly. every joke you laugh out loud because right. everyone's like. Hey, but then what plays
0: sometimes, like I've seen some plays when, when I was there, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. But then I thought about it later and I was like, that oh, wasn't that good. You know what I mean? It, whereas if that was a movie, I probably would have been like, this movie sucks yeah, even yeah, while yeah, I was yeah. there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I mean I don't know I I am not I'm not saying anything bad about Green Day or whatever or that album or anything after that I just fell off there, right you I know, know what
1: you're saying yeah no it's obvious Especially I mean number one I,
0: I was go. growing up Green Day is a kids <coughs> fan. you got you like mm-hmm. I have all the nostalgia in the world for Dookie and le- maybe even Insomniac even though I haven't listened to Insomniac in years mm-hmm. but uh I mean it that's a testament to to Green Day actually is that kids now they weren't even fucking born when dookie came out. Green Day is their favorite band. Yeah. And it's not in a it's not in a retro kind of thing where like like kids like led like zeppelin and shit buying. like that. Yeah. yeah, they just legit like Green Day, like that's their favorite fucking band. So you got to give them all the credit in the world for that. And I watched their um I watched their uh uh fucking um hall of fame induction ind- ind- or
1: whatever. Oh yeah.
0: It was kind of cool. Was you know it? what I mean? I didn't see that yeah, I mean, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know <laughs> there's be- the bands like Green Day and Nirvana like I'll never ever not like those bands until come
0: well early. there are doors and 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 led zeppelin and you know what i mean right. like you know it music hits you at a certain age that you're, you're just gonna dig yeah, it yeah, you know yeah. but like, it doesn't yeah. mean you stay with it you know like like dudes who like well i maybe mean, i was gonna use rolling stones as an example but maybe that's a bad example because it seems like people like the rolling stones like fucking like everything about the yeah, rolling stones yeah. you know but i but i i like the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. But, um, but when I look back at the Rolling Stones, I just don't
1: like the way Charlie Watts lays off the you ever see him lay off the high like yeah, that, yeah, or, you yeah know, on every yeah two, well, he's a jazz guy he's a <laughs> yeah, jazz yeah, man. but that's weird
0: um but uh but I like the Rolling Stones, but I'd only like the late sixties, early seventies Rolling Stones, you know I what I mean you. like yeah. uh you know like that like exile on Main street sticky fingers, yeah. that kind it's of not stuff like you'll
1: pop in back in the u s s r and rock it. <laughs> back in the USSR. that was Beatles <laughs> no. Wasn't it? That was Mick Jagger. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was like I think it was Mick Jagger and uh, what's that queer? Uh, David Bowie. Were you about to call David
0: Bowie a queer? Because <laughs> no. I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end. I will end. Not only end this podcast forever. I will burn this fucking place down.
1: No, I was gonna say that cool guy. <sighs> do you like David Bowie? Nope. What? Nope. You're fucking. Nuts. I even think that the used in my comic romance do uh. Yeah, the under Beatles under pressure better than the.
0: I knew back in back in the USSR is the Beatles. First. Is it? Yeah, of course it is. I thought it was. Mech. It's on the White Album. I, I knew that. You made me feel fucking nuts for a second. <laughs> you made me feel like when you said that, I felt like like inside, like something broke. Like <laughs> uh-huh. how did I not know that? Sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't want to talk about your dislike for David Bowie. And I don't want to hit
1: that pen. Bust it's disrespect. It's disrespectful. Let's talk, let's talk about vapes for a minute. What about them? I, well, they're good. I, first of all, I want to hit yours. Second, everybody that's out there vaping nicotine, you're all going to get big—what uh, do you get? You get that, like, mold thing in your lungs. Mold? Well, I think mold. it's mold, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you get, you know, tobacco-like spots in your lungs from smoking cigs. When you vape that much—and I see kids out there trying to get bigger hits than the other guy of how much they could actually vape— you get like water oh they mold. try to do
0: clouds or whatever yeah yeah right? yeah hey, i don't get you it you get
1: water build up in your lungs and you're going to get like the same way moss grows on a fucking rock you're going to get a mossy lung just to let you know
0: I, yeah i mean probably but i don't want to know that because <clears throat> i'm using the vape pen for the yeah, uh, it's all for good. the thc i was telling i was telling you this before we started the podcast but I um so I have this pen now my brother hooked me up with this uh this vape pen um which is basically just like I guess like liquid THC or whatever it's really good I mean it's it's uh you know you take a couple hits off of it feel a little good and uh you know whatever but um I was telling Richie before the show that when I when I hit this thing in public I've only had it for a few days so whatever but the couple times that I've hit it in public I still hide it and I don't hide it because it's marijuana and I don't want to get busted for smoking marijuana I hide it because I don't want people to think that I'm actually that I'm vaping like a fucking regular vapes. Yeah. because it is it, I, you know, I, I don't want to sound like the old guy that like that's not like into the new fucking thing or whatever, but I'm pretty confident that in 10 years from now, everyone's going to look back at this vaping thing and be like, oh, man, we were we were really douchey with that. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's like the uh, inhalable mullet or yeah. something like that. It's
1: like Axe body spray. <laughs> People fucking rock Axe <laughs> Douchey.
0: It is du- not only is it douchey; it smells like shit. I guess we're <laughs> never getting sponsored. We're, ne- we're never going to be sponsored <laughs> no. by an insurance company or Axe body, Ax- body Spray no. or probably Blue Cigarettes or any of those things. No, but I don't give a fuck. That no. I, I, I there's some friends of mine that I know that are really really into the fucking vape thing. I don't get it. Mm, yeah, I don't get the whole cloud thing. They just smoke a cigarette. Exactly. I also know people Ooh. that will vape and smoke cigarettes. Ooh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> 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 i mean i like the the vape pen that i have um like it'll it, it'll taste like blueberry or something like that i mean i guess that's cool that's I not like really that. it's not really like a big deal to me you know like um but like i don't want to if i wanted to inhale like a cigarette i don't want to taste like blueberry i want to taste right. like tobacco leaves right. you know
1: that's what i'm talking about
0: i don't know and again, maybe we're just old and stupid. We don't get it. They're going to have to cut this one short so I can go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming to the end anyway. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So we talked about. to the wheels fall off. <laughs> so we. we No future. No future. <laughs> we had this big uh, plan to talk about crazy ex-girlfriends and. Um, See you next week. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we turned on the mics and started talking about
1: fucking uh, DWIs. Yep. And fuck the police. Which yo, did you know that the dude who plays Ice Cube in Straight Outta Compton is, is Ice, Ice Cube's kid? Yeah. The whole time I watched the movie, I'm like, Man, this dude looks. Oh, you watched so it? Much- yeah. Did we talk about this already? No. Did you like it? Yeah.
0: Let's let's give a uh, let's give a. Uh, re- hang on for a second here. You give Richie's review of Straight uh, Outta Compton?
1: Compton. Ah. Richie's review. Go. Well, straight out of Compton. <laughs> nah, um, A crazy nah, motherfucking name, I Yeah, I, I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> it didn't really... It, it, I feel like they focused too much on the relationships between the the band members, or the group members. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Where they could have focused more on, like, the shows they played, recording the albums, writing the songs. You know, I feel like they... they made it more of, like, a relationship thing. You know, like, how close was Ice Cube with Eazy-E? And when the contracts fell apart, they started to beef. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like that's what the movie was based on. But I thought it was cool, like, straight from the rip, like, the first scene, uh, Eazy-E's, you know, running through the crack house and the, you know, the... um. The tank rolls through the house, like how it was in the late eighties, early nineties in South Central with like, you know, the crack houses and them busting through and like obviously that's how they got their dough to record their album. And there was a cool touch on that. But then I just thought it fell apart with the whole relationship thing and Ice Cube not signing the contract and did they use
0: they- the actual songs or did they like remake like did they did the actors rap the
1: songs? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I I thought that was kind of cool. And then at the, you know, at the very end, they show where they went their separate ways, and they bring in Snoop Dogg with Dre. And
0: uh, oh, they show Snoop Dogg. Yeah,
1: and it's funny because the dude comes in and he starts. It's like him and Dre start writing nothing but a g thing and it, they try and act like snoop dogg you know took that off the top of his head and they started writing it and then all of a sudden you hear this voice switch and they actually superimpose <laughs> snoop dogg's voice over this actor oh it's really like, yeah it's weird that's weird. It's weird Yeah, So like, like it it falls apart but and nothing but a g but,
0: thing isn't the, that that's not historically accurate because the first song that they the
1: whole movie's all over the place. Yeah. Nothing is historically Cause accurate.
0: Because the there. first song that Dre and, and Snoop are on with each other was that uh, 187 on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh,
1: deep cover. Deep cover yeah, soundtrack. They, they do... Uh, I think they mentioned that somehow. But the whole movie, their their chronological order is all over the road. And, you know, it's just meant to entertain. And I love the biopic. Like... I'm one to watch the movie and then go research the shit out of it to find out how much was true, and I get real involved in it. Like I did it with Wolf of Wall Street, I did it with Gangs in New York. I well, did you
0: talked about the first Street episode Hampton. how you did it with LaBamba to see how did Bob it with was La doing.
1: La yeah, <laughs> I did the same. Checked thing. Check up on Bob. Like I just like to see how close it is to the real thing. Did it with Johnny Cash and Mark. But that—that's
0: one of the reasons and why. That's one of the reasons why I'm kind of iffy on the biopic a lot of times is because a lot of times you go back and you and you read the real story. And it's either it's not nothing like obviously they're going to make it more dramatic. Like I just got yeah, done. Yeah. I just got done watching um, Narcos on uh-huh. Netflix yeah, and was it was good. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. And um, but they even say in the beginning, like this is a true story but it's going to be some parts are dramatized in order to make it interesting make you know it, what ooh, i mean and yeah. i totally get that but when they go out of their way to like change total parts of the fucking story you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that uh that like argo film that they did a couple yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. Did, a lot of that just didn't even they fucking didn't happen, happen yeah. they made up characters there was like legit right, characters right. in that film that didn't exist you know and they you know like shit like that mm-hmm. bothers me there was a film um i saw it a couple years ago i'd have to look it up it's uh it's with um Million Dollar Baby, that chick. <laughs> I
1: thought you were gonna say the million dollar man. I was like, sweet, I'll Ted watch Ted yeah.
0: And he just says everybody's got a price and <laughs> puts people to sleep the whole time. And treats Virgil like shit. What's her what's <laughs> that chick's name? Hillary Swank was in it. Ooh. And uh oh, this is the reason uh, okay, no, I was about to lie and make it seem like it was better than it was. Ugh. I was about to say the reason I now I'm picturing Hillary
1: Swank.
0: <laughs> boys don't cry, dude. Ugh, um. I'm crying. Uh, I the uh, fucking
1: I hate white girls.
0: I was gonna <laughs> say, I know you're not a white girl Blah. fan. I was going to say the reason I saw it was because uh Sam Rockwell was in it, and I'm a giant Sam Rockwell fan. That dude's the man. I love. He's that the best. Dude. He's yeah. by far the best. Mm-hmm. But that's not the reason I saw it. The reason I saw it is that my fucking ex girlfriend drugged me there to see it. So you <laughs> say so she drugged you? She might have <laughs> then, for, five, for five for <laughs> five years. Drugged
1: you and then dragged you there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cuz i look back at it now and i like, no i'm sorry and so fucking um so anyway this story is called conviction it came out in 2010 i had never heard of this story before and here's the basics so uh sam rockwell is a fucking is a dick or whatever no that's not the thing he 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 is, he's the younger brother of hilary swank they're in they're in they're in their like 20s or something like that right and he and he gets Falsely accused of murder and gets put in jail, right? So she knows that he's not guilty of this. So she then devotes the rest of her life and way until her 40s. Beca-
1: oh, God. Beca- be- this movie's getting ugly. Because <laughs> you think of Hillary Swank in, <laughs> in her, her 40s? Oh, crib keeper.
0: Fucking, um, uh, hmm. you must really like when she hits that stool at the end of Million Dollar uh, Baby. Oh, hell then. yeah. I'm so, like, at fucking, uh, uh, yeah, so she devotes her whole life into her 40s becoming a lawyer, in order to get her brother out of jail. This is a true story. This happened, right? And, and it was an okay movie. It wasn't great. Sam Rockwell, obviously, Sam Rockwell could fucking just, you know, just be in whatever and yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, um, so uh, at the end of the movie, we go home, and I like like you do after watching a biopic, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. And this is what I found out. Yes, this guy did get falsely accused for this crime, And yes, this woman did devote her life to being a lawyer and then finally got him out of jail. However, the guy was a fucking scumbag before this. So basically the reason he got committed, he got convicted of this crime is because he was like the town crime committer for fucking years and years and years before that you know what i mean so like he he did so much fucked up shit before that that yeah he he did get falsely accused for this but whatever he was still a fucking still a criminal you know and then here's the fucking kicker at the end of this movie And they try and make him seem like they try to make it seem like he was all innocent and then this happened, you know, and whatever. And then at the end of this movie, they made they made it seem like uh like he got out of jail and then everything was great and and her life was justified for spending all you know neglecting her children for all this time and all this stuff. And then life went on. What actually happened in real life was six months after getting out of jail, this guy was climbing a fence (laughs) and fucking and number one. Uh, he was like 300 pounds in real life. He, looked, he? he didn't look anything like Sam Rockwell. You know what I mean? He was like a biker dude shit, or whatever. Man. I'm not gonna call him a piece of shit. I'm but, gonna call him
1: a piece okay. fucking fat. Piece Four beers shit. in, <laughs> and
0: Richie's fucking hating on everybody. He's a
1: fucking fat bastard.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, he uh. So he was climbing a fence, and I don't know why he was climbing this fence. I'm gonna guess it was to get someplace where he didn't belong. But he was climbing a fence, and he fell off the fence, and he fucking died. Six months. Was that in the movie though? No. They made it seem like, yeah. like like life was good. So this <laughs> th- this fucking chick spent her whole life to get her scumbag ass brother out of jail for one crime that he didn't commit, even though he committed many other crimes, spent, you know, 15 years, 20 years of her life, finally got him out of jail. Six months later, when he was probably on his way to go commit another crime, he fell and died. That's and what and, and career like
1: career has come to. <laughs>
0: I, I couldn't believe it when I read this. I, I like how like different, you know, they made that fucking movie. You know, I, I mean, whatever, I guess. Some some yeah. movies are good. Some, are, I don't uh, know.
1: you know, it's just the whole biopic thing. Like whether they're accurate or whether they're not accurate, it's fun to research the truth. You know, and also I enjoy
0: it. It's it's hard to. uh but I mean, it is, like Narco said, it's it,
1: hard to keep the truth and make it an interesting. Interesting, movie. Yeah. absolutely.
0: Even the most interesting story, <clears throat> there, there's there's not a lot of drama right. in it. You know? And
1: you know, perfect example. Me and my brother always joke around because he's a stockbroker, financial advisor, or whatever. And he's like, hey, Rich, you like the Wolf of Wall Street? I was like, fucking love that movie. You know what I mean? It's Wolf of Wall Street. He's fucking popping quaaludes. He's sniffing coke. He's fucking bitches. Like, who is not going <laughs> to like that movie? You know what I mean? So you fell and, into the dude
0: bro thing. <laughs> because that's one of the reasons that I don't like that is because I feel like like all the dude bros are going to watch that and be like, this is life. <laughs> I'm, not,
1: I'm not dude bros. But, like, it's, it's fun to know that that was going down. You know what I mean? Dude sitting there taking mad money from people. Running the whole, you know, stock market thing And then at night he'd go home And do enough drugs to kill an elephant And he had, you know what I mean, it's not, dude, it's not, you know Dude, bro, shit. It's just like it's fun to know that. It's fun, you know what I mean? But the story is fun. But my brother—you don't look up
0: to that character. No, absolutely not. No, but I think. But let me say this real quick. Go ahead and get to
1: the point. Okay, go ahead. The point being that my brother, being a stockbroker and financial advisor, he's like, "Oh, that's not accurate. That doesn't go down." Like, Mike, what do you want a movie to be about? Dude, sitting in front of a computer on the phone, like. We're going to make the deal. Zippity doodah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sitting in front, of clicking, playing solitaire yeah, every right. five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Clicking back. Like, that's the real life of a stockbroker. But who's going to show that? You know, you want to know the exciting end of it. If you're going to make a movie about a stockbroker, you got throw in the exciting stuff you know, And you know.
0: and and I think a lot of that shit did happen Like this guy was an over the top yeah. Dude bro fucking yeah, yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. money hungry Do you know who um, I mean I
1: researched it I know what's <laughs> true and what's not Okay so
0: you researched it I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna hit you with a little trivia here Alright uh, do you know, um, who, who convinced that guy, who that guy was cellmates with in jail?
1: Yeah. Tommy Chong. Yeah. Yeah. Told him to write his book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Research
1: the shit That's out. when Tommy <laughs>
0: Chong got busted for his, his son's like bong. Selling bong. Yeah. His son's bong business. remember we were hanging
1: out at Mark's house and the dude's like, we got to do something about this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy so, Chong's locked up for bongs. we're like, oh, okay.
0: Stockbroker goes to jail. Gets in a cell with Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong says, write your story. He writes a story and then becomes a Martin Scorsese film. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Merc.
1: Oh. Smooth it out now. What does that mean? That means it's time <laughs> the to go. Lawsuit is in effect. The ball is rolling. Enjoy it. I don't know the words. I know this part. Hey, lover, where did you go? This chick
0: sings really well It's Kristen
1: yeah.
0: Alright, so episode 5 uh, Done I know we rambled a lot But I think we touched on some interesting things Maybe next episode we'll talk about uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriends yeah, we'll get to those chicks. And um, I hope you guys had fun We did And see, this is my favorite song ever Anyway, episode five done. Still haven't come up with a name. We will see you guys next episode. Thank you.
1: Hey, lover, where did you go? I'm not high and I'm not low. If I knew I'd break up, man, I can't break you up and taste you again. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more, bit wanna smoke you up. Hit my up.
0: Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhigh